And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you by Away With Me Travel, the official travel agency of the Disney Dads Podcast and our YDF Media. There's nothing better than traveling to Walt Disney World over the holidays. Right now, we have an amazing offer going on for our Disney Dads family. Tell me a little bit about it, Jamie. I'm so excited to be able to bring this incredible offer to our family, and that is if you book a vacation package now through the end of December 2019, we are giving a complimentary party ticket. He's very Merry Christmas party. So contact us for details and we can get you that incredible offer. Contact us at show at awaywithmetravel.com and we can't wait to get you to these amazing parties today. And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you courtesy of our Patreon supporters. Want to support the show? Become a Patreon member. Thank you. Thank them. Now enjoy the show. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Can we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. We're a show that's a little bit about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. And tonight, I can't tell you how happy I am because the last two weeks, I was kind of running, you know, not with a full boat. And luckily for us, we have both of my brothers back tonight. Justin's back from Disney World, and Jason is out from the cold tundra uh, off of his route today. And uh, I'm so excited to see these guys, and we have a pretty good show packed for tonight. Are you ever driving a full boat, though? I mean, let's be no, honest here. but I'm just trying to be polite. It's the Christmas season. i got to be nice <laughs> once a year. Let's say, I think the one thing we can't say about this show is it's ever a full boat. Um, even if the three of us are in it, it's always sinking a little bit. Um, yeah, man, uh, it's good to see you. I, I missed you, uh, you and you and Jay both, because it's weird whenever we're not all three together, whenever we're doing shows like that. But i got to say this really quick. I got to take a step back, and I was able to listen to the show as a fan. And, guys, I loved your last show. I sit there, and I listened to the whole thing through. And, uh, man, I you made me want to go uh, just sit on Living with the Land. Or you made me want to just go sit in that farmhouse. The only problem with the farmhouse would be, how close am I to a Walmart? Because I, I don't want to drive very far if I need something. <laughs> so, but, uh, but, yeah, you guys rocked it out, man. That was a, that was a great show. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. Actually, I had a lot of fun with that. And, um, you know, like I said, you know, Mike is Mike is always going to be my living with the land buddy. And uh, you're going to be my bartender when we're on the uh, <laughs> when we're doing that trip around on the uh, the old yacht. Um, the uh, we did miss you. Uh, I'm I'm glad that us three amigos are all back in the same seat. I am out of the cold and. I, I guess according to one of your Russian friends, uh, I am weak. <laughs> that is that that eleven below is. Uh, how, do, how, do, how's that, how does that you weak? How does that Russian accent go? He's uh, he goes. Uh, you're you're weak. Uh, that eleven below is summer my summer. In my country. So 
you Wisconsin, you're weak. You weak, he says. So Mike calls me, and he's just laughing. So, and actually, he didn't say weak, but we'll save that for uh, we'll save that for whenever you meet me in person. That story. But uh, I had to get a chuckle out of it. So, um, guys, go ahead. Mike, I have a question for you. Uh, can cars? You know, so you, I've lived in the South now for. I mean, I guess I've always lived in the South with com- compared to what you guys live in. But I've lived in the South South now for quite a while, over a decade. And your body becomes acclimated to the weather, right? Like, there's no mm-hmm. way I could go survive where Jason is. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Like, you, I think you could. No, I wouldn't. I would be like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. I would just be sitting there with a smile on my face in the, in the snow, you know, just frozen. Uh, um, you're right. Do cars get acclimated to weather? Uh, I will say that. When cars are manufactured for certain states, like let's say Florida, sometimes they have a different battery because of the cold crankiness. So there is a lot of times the people that you know that snowburn it, that a lot of times if they drive their car down to down uh, up from Florida up to New York, let's just say, and it gets cold weather, uh, maybe their car won't start. They'll have a little bit of a battery issue. But the only thing that I could say is your cars always get hot because. Even in the wintertime here, your car is always going to reach an extreme temperature when you're running it for a long period of time. Do they ever get as cold? Um, I would say they probably do acclimate because they're not stretching, you know, metal stretches, plastic stretches. And if they're never reaching that temperature and for the first time it gets to it, I could see something cracking if it goes severely. It's very cold up by you today, isn't it? It was in the 20s last night, I believe. 22 last night. So here's the thing. This is why I ask. My SUV, when I get in it, it's below like 40 mm-hmm. degrees. My touchscreen and my my display, you know, like the mm-hmm. map and everything, it just it fritzes out. It's like, and then once it warms up, it's fine. Like it comes back, but it's like, nope, uh, uh-uh, not here for this one. And two, did you say cold crankiness? Because maybe Jason has a different battery. Because you know, it's just... <laughs> I don't want to get too technical, but you know, there's there's different cranking amps and uh, you know. Oh, cranking. cranking. Amps, cranking oh, I got, you. I got you. It's a technical term, but you know, we're not a technical show, so we just kind of you know, glaze over that a little bit. But yeah, it's freezing here too, man. It's un you know, not only was it cold here, the wind woke me up last night. It was like uber windy last night. I couldn't believe how much, you know, we don't usually get that kind of wind. And uh, I woke up this morning and went out to, you know, leave for work and, and uh, I found Jesus. I couldn't believe it. He was on my lawn. It was my neighbor's Jesus from up the block. And uh, if I had known it was going to be that windy, I wouldn't even have decorated because all of my neighbor's ornaments were on my lawn. So, uh, was hey, that baby Jesus? Jesus? So I want to see. I want to. I was going to say. I want to see the ring. Your ring video. Did you walk out and go, "Sweet baby Jesus"? <laughs> no, there he is. He was kind of. Did you do the route on the property? But I'm like, oh, it's my neighbor's stuff. So being the nice guy that I am, you know, I walk the stuff back down and I put it down. And I'm sure he's got me on camera with you know baby Jesus in my arms. <laughs> like, look at my weird. I would pay like, for this video baby. to watch Mike walking down the street, swaddling at baby 4 Jesus as he's taking. Right. <laughs> I had to be nice about it. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, grab him by the head. You know, what I mean, I had, I had, I had to right. hold it nicely. Yeah. Well, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. You can't just leave baby Jesus laying in your yard. You got to pick up baby you Jesus. Got, you got to put Jesus. baby Jesus back where he is. Absolutely. How do your Christmas uh, decorations hold up in the like snow that you? Because you get crazy amounts of snow. Uh, well, you know, this is the first year I actually put some close to the ground, so I've actually, every time it snows, i got to go uh, brush them off. Um, I don't know, you know, that they stay up till March. 
That's I can't get them off because they're frozen. Yeah, they're frozen. All the extension cords are frozen in, you know? My wife's family was oh, like, oh, oh, your Christmas lights are still up. It's Easter. And I'm like, yeah, it's because they're still underneath snow. How am I supposed to get them off? So, yeah, they're stuck there, man. So up here, that's pretty common to have your Christmas decorations up for uh, many months after Christmas. I didn't tell you, I don't think, that we had a new couple move in the neighborhood, and we've gotten to know him. He's from Wisconsin. And uh, I was telling him about you and, and how you like do ice fishing and like all this stuff. And he was like, mm-hmm. oh, I missed that. Because we were at the park not too long ago. And I'm in like a huge jacket and all this. And he was in shorts and a t-shirt and sandals. Unfriend him. Unfriend him. Nobody likes to ice fish. No? Nobody likes the snowmobile, dude. If the guy does, he's he's it's not true. just unfriend him. He's, he's not. He is, um, he is deficient upstairs. So do people ice fish so. just to get away from their significant others for a while? Is that what they do? No, I'm just kidding. Um, ice fishing is a big thing up here, man. And, is it? But you're right because they put shanties on the lakes. Right. And you're sitting in a well. Okay, you got your diehards that love ice fishing who are sitting on the lake regardless. Okay, in the open. And then you got the ones that they're they ice fish every weekend and they have generators, they have TVs, they have wood That'd furnaces. Yeah, yeah they the recliners are in there. I mean, it's uh, it's pretty swanky, man. Some of these are pretty nice. That's me. I would glamp so, ice fish. That would be me in a heartbeat. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And then you can uh, snowmobile uh, out there, and some of the snowmobiles are, wow. I'm talking heated everything across the board, man. It's just it's amazing. Remind me uh, so, here in a little while, um, We do whenever we're talking to our Patreon family, to tell you guys a funny story about camping, first time I ever really went camping, because we'll, we'll tell that one there. Oh, um, I can't Well, guys, uh, Is this a Disney show, guys? I don't think so. I think we're just going to go on forever about, about hey, camping. Hey, first of all, let, let's say this. Hey, guys, how about Merry Christmas to everybody? Merry Christmas. Today is Christmas. Yes, it's going to drop on Christmas Day. How awesome is that? What are you guys doing right now? It's Christmas Day. What are you guys doing? Like, what's what's your routine that morning? Hopefully not even get out of my pajamas. Yeah. All day long, man. I get two days a year I can do that, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Watching Mike, what the Disney you? parade in the morning, for sure. And then yeah, getting ready yeah. to head over to my mother's house. You know, we always spend uh, Christmas at my mom's. So uh, laying around as long as I can and packing up the kids and heading out to my mom's. That's pretty much what we do. We do the same thing Jay does. I, I don't... Um, I have to put on pajamas and then I, uh, and then I wear them all day and we lay around and we watch Christmas movies, um, up at Christmas Carol and all those great movies and kind of just, just sack out, man. Don't really do much the whole day. Well, I think we're going to fry turkey again this year and do okay. that. So I hope everyone right now, uh, as you're listening has had an amazing Christmas because, uh, yeah, it is Christmas day and I will save you from me singing the Christmas day song. Um, Guys, we wanted to jump in. Speaking of Christmas, look, I was able to experience a ton of Disney Christmas this past weekend. Uh, we we were really all around the parks. Um, and that's the one thing I love about Walt Disney World at Christmas is it's it's gotten to the point to where it doesn't matter what park you're in, you're able to see Christmas uh, trees, Christmas merchandise, you know, the characters are dressed up, food options, you name it, shows. Uh, overlays, like you guys talked about with Living With The Land. This was a really, really great time. Really, really great time. So on a scale of 1 to 10, this was all the family, so there was no adulting. Mm-hmm. It was just um, it was you and the whole family, okay, you, Ryan, and uh, your wife. And um, 
on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being like the ultimate best trip I could ever go on, where, where did this one rate at? Because you did have a really good time. I put it at, I put it in 8. Okay. And the only reason it's not higher is because I was exhausted. I mean, you know how you we do Disney. Good... Yeah. Uh-huh. We sit back. We relax in the mornings. We lay by the pool. We don't. This was a rope drop to kiss goodnight type of type of trip to where we because realistically we only had three days, mm-hmm. and we were throwing a Universal Day in there. Okay. So I mean, it was insanity. Like go 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 go. Um, we drove down on Thursday and we went over and saw the uh, Christmas tree trail at Disney Springs, okay. and we did. Um, the uh, Stitches Holiday Gift uh, Hunt. That is a really cool thing. If you're heading down this week or, or even if you're planning for next year to go, um, over at Disney Springs, they do a free uh, thing for the kids. They say for the kids. I like to do it myself. It's Stitches Holiday Gift Hunt. And what it is is you go in, you get a booklet, and the booklet looks just like the same booklet you would get at Food and Wine or Flower and Garden that has all the food and stuff like that in it. Well, this one has different places you have to go around Disney Springs where you have to get, you have to find Stitch and you have to get a stamp or or you put a sticker on saying, Hey, I found Stitch holding this, holding a present, holding an ornament. Um, and you have to go all the places you have to go superhero headquarters, the Disney visa car application center, Sperry, Mac cosmetics, uh, Amaret's, uh, patissier, which is awesome. Anyways, to go look at all the different desserts, the basin, Marketplace Co-op. Can we say the basin too? I couldn't spend more than three minutes in that place. I just I don't know how people do it. I could not work there because the smell mm-hmm. is overbearing. Um, Once Upon a Toy, Wolfgang Puck Express, which is the greatest uh, quick service on Disney property if you've never eaten there. Um, the Disney uh, Christmas Tree Trail. And then Wonderful um, World of Memories. And then the Rainforest Cafe, which I think is the most overrated food on Disney property. Um, but you stop in all those, you find Stitch, and then you get a cool gift after you do it. Man, there was some pretty powerful statements. Like, you went right to, like, in your opinion, the best, and in your opinion, the most overrated. Yeah. All within one paragraph. Don't you like that? I threw it all in that there. That was, I think that was a first. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a first. But, so you got two digs, right? Or two 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 little knife twists right there. Yeah, you get a nice um, little button, so. Okay, so you get a button at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, did, did Riley get to keep the button, or did you commandeer that <laughs> right, and put so, that on your... All right, so check it out. It's just all of us, right? So the right. last so last year, I thought I'm gonna get a ton of buttons. I'm gonna like you know, and so we kept getting new booklets every time we would stop at a place, and then uh-huh. we would we sat for like 15 minutes putting all the stickers in these booklets, right? Okay, <laughs> like we have like 15 booklets now, and we go in because we were gonna do like three booklets at one one spot you right. pick up, three at the next spot you pick up. We go into the first one, we showed them our three, they hand us three buttons, and they go, thanks, and they hand us back our booklets. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we don't, they don't even keep the booklets, they give them back to you. So like, we could go to the nice. next spot and get more, but they didn't care, you know what I mean? They did okay, not care. that's fine. So yeah, okay. this year we just got our three, our three buttons, and we said that's enough. Okay, and you did get some pretty heavy rain then too, which yeah, on the, was that day one? It poured, yeah, it poured that day, and it poured the next afternoon. I mean, like okay. like heavy rain. But the nice part was, by the time we did the Christmas tree trail, it was a light sprinkle, and it was warm while you're there. I mean, like mid seventies during the day, like okay. low sixties at night, and so we threw on our rain gear and we just kind of trekked through and saw them all, and 
It was a. Uh, it was really cool. I love that Christmas tree trail. It's just now. See, I want to talk about that yeah, here. Yeah. Don't don't jump ship from there. Let's let's go into detail about that because I want to know. Uh, you know, not only um, like what was your favorite? What did what was Rye drawn to? Um, was there something new that really stood out for you? I mean, these are the things I want to know uh, when you experience this. Riley was drawn to the Rapunzel tree. That was one she really loved. But she's a huge Rapunzel fan too. The Haunted Mansion tree is amazing. I mean, it's it was there last year. Uh, it's just incredible. I mean, that tree is... If I could have that in my house, it would never come down. Year-round. Just put it up. Leave it up. Everyone would look and go, what? You know? Um, Nightmare Before Christmas tree was cool. I immediately thought of Mike. I was like, dude, this if Mike could have this tree, that would be mm-hmm. his tree. You know, okay. year-round. The Mickey tree always gets me. Because it's straight, it's straight Mickey Mouse. They have a Mickey tree. They have a mini tree. Um, the Toy Story tree was really cool this year. Hmm. It was really, really neat. Uh, and then there was one more, and I'm trying to think. I know what it was. It was the Aladdin tree. It was okay. really cool because they had like a spiral coming down that was lit. Just just really, really interactive. I th- I'd say overall there was probably maybe, I'm just, I mean, I didn't count them. Probably like 20 trees. Are they real trees? No, 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 no. No. Okay. They're fake, but they're big. I mean, they're probably 15 foot. Oh, they're big trees. They're big, big trees. Big. Okay. They're fully decorated. Um, and okay. w- what they did too was on each individual tree this year, they put a specific ornament that they were selling in the shops. Hmm. So you could actually buy a, a ornament that was what on was the, the tree. What was the Haunted Mansion ornament? Man, I don't know. I don't know. By the time we got to the Haunted Mansion ornament, I had already bought my popcorn, which is the greatest popcorn bucket I've ever I've ever got. It was a Christmas tree. The top opens. There's a button, right? And in front of the Christmas tree, Mickey's holding a, a present. There's a button you can push. And I pushed it the first time, and the, the star at the top lit up. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Look at that, you know? And as I'm eating the popcorn, and all of a sudden, I guess I accidentally pushed the button again, and the whole tree lit up. And then I thought, well, what what's going on here? <laughs> then I push it a third time, and it starts flashing, and all the ornaments are flashing. And I'm like, oh. and here I am, you know, going nuts in the Christmas tree. I'm like, Katie, Riley, come here. <laughs> Look at my Christmas tree. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was great. Uh, what about Katie? What was her favorite? Did, did she mention, or did she have a draw to any yeah, that were? She, I mean, she, always, she loves the... All of the like character trees, you know, like Mickey, Minnie. No pizza tree. Yeah. No pizza tree. Then. No pizza tree. No, we did eat a Blaze pizza though. Okay. That's All dude. Right. That's a great spot. Have y'all ever no. eaten a Blaze? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I. Yeah. That's a. That's a must do. You talk highly of that more than once. Well, here's, so here's I might the have reason. to do this. So you can make you make it at however you want, right? Okay. And it's a set price. So you can put on. Oh. So, so like I did the veggie tree, but I added. To, like I did the veggie tree. I did the veggie. Um pizza right but with mm-hmm. any good veggie pizza what makes it better pepperoni sausage and all the other great <laughs> things you put on there right 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 so i ordered the veggie pizza and i said add some pepperoni add some sausage add some meatballs like that and you go down through but it's set price then it's a three minute cook okay wood, right. wood fire oven boom done it's great i mean it's really really good and we okay. got two pizzas i got a beer Katie got a soft drink, and it was they do an annual pass discount there, um, and it was twenty seven dollars. That's not bad. Can't beat that. No, not at all. That's incredible, actually. Yeah. And it's good pizza, you said. Yep. So all right, I'm gonna try it out, man. That's I'm where we ended out. our night, actually. That we ended our night that night on Thursday and uh, eating a Blaze pizza. 
Okay. Were there trees that were there previous years that weren't there this year that you kind of missed out on? Not that I realized. No. Because the, the, I'm sure they changed certain trees. Like they had the Mary Poppins tree and they had um, – some of them might have been different, but there was a few ones that we noticed that we didn't notice last year. So either they were new or they had really changed right. them. Um, the Haunted Mansion tree had stayed the same. I don't, I don't think it changed at all, but it, even with it not changing, it was – I mean, it has a tombstone in the mm-hmm. tree, like a legit life-size tombstone. In the tree. It's fantastic. Putting aside your uh, little bit of rain that you had, your incredible Disney Springs Day, and more importantly, we're going to shelf your Universal Day, as much as I would love to talk about that. Uh, Maybe I'll just have to listen to another one of your shows. Um, uh, Your first day, you did Magic. I know you did Magic Kingdom, and I know you did some Epcot. Or did you... you, um, But you got... got, Hollywood Studios in there too. I so did. I mean, like you were super busy over these. There was like two days in the parks, right? It was two days in the parks. Well, two yeah. two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. On Friday we woke up. Here's the interesting part. So we because this was a last minute trip, we stayed off property, which we rarely do. Um, but because we stay off property, it means we're driving to the parks, which actually we do a lot whenever we stay on property, anyways, because with mm-hmm. our annual pass, we park for free. So we had to think of a way around parking to end our have our car end where we wanted it to right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we wanted to end at disney springs on friday as well because we thought you know what there's a couple more spots we weren't able to finish um stitches holiday gift hunt so there's a couple more spots we got to get so and the only reason i'm going through this is because something very interesting happened this trip that's never happened before so we drove to springs on friday morning parked the car right Walked over to the buses, took a bus over to Boardwalk. We got to the Boardwalk, went in, saw the tree, um, hung out there for a bit, and that's when the rainstorm hit. And it was like a half hour of torrential rain, so we just hung out at the Boardwalk, like you know, spent some time there. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up walking over to Epcot, and that is where we started doing um, find the finding all the Chippendales. It's like six dollars, mm-hmm. you know, and you get get a nice ornament at the end. Uh, so we were at Epcot for like. I want to say we got there about 1130 because of the rain and we ate at Teponito at 330, which I didn't know that Teponito does annual pass discount. They do 10% off uh, only for lunch. Oh, okay. So they don't do it for dinner because we always eat there for dinner. It's one of our Mm go-tos, but they do zero discounts. They don't do tables in Wonderland, DVC, annual pass, doesn't matter. Um, So we were shocked. We were like, oh, this is great. You know, let's, let's eat at Teponito. And, uh, and we did that. We really didn't ride much that day because we were so busy doing that. Now something happened though. And I want to get your guys' opinion on this because it was really the only time I kind of, I was like, man, this doesn't make sense. Right? So, you know, with the tier system at Epcot, you get one tier one fast pass, mm-hmm. Soren, test track, frozen, you know, those are your, th- your three main ones, right? You're going for so we had test track. Test track goes down because of the storm. So we get a ride anything, you know, like like a, a open fast pass. Mm-hmm. So without even looking at it, we thought well, we'll jump on Frozen really fast because we were walking around the countries. And one thing we went and did was we were watching the 
Santa from Norway, um, which was a, it was a great story. I mean, like really funny, really interactive about the barn Santa. Um, but we thought we'll jump on frozen cause we have a free one. We go up and we get that dreaded blue flashing light. And they said, Oh, your, your fast pass isn't valid here. And so I look down through and I go, well, it's not, you're they're right. Even though test track was a tier one, I couldn't change yeah. it for a frozen. Which is a tier one, meaning could you have used it for Soren? Then I could have used it for Soren. I could have used it for Test Track once they open it back up. But I figured well, a tier one's a tier one's mm-hmm. a tier one. Well, why? Why? I don't understand why. What's so? I mean, why not Frozen? That doesn't make sense. The only thing I can think is they thought with the new movie coming out that it would have been slammed busy. Okay. So at the time they took it off. You know what I mean? So did they say that limitation was there? Because I know, like, yeah. and I've gotten fast. They did tell you that. Well, it's that on there. So on the app, if you click uh, read more, which whoever reads more, it's like contracts. You know, we just sign. Right, yeah. you just sign. <laughs> That's like the Talking Mickey was the big one where I'm like, right. why is Talking Mickey excluded here? Um, you know, going back to the fast passes, not to go down this rabbit hole, but I remember you something happening where you lost a tier. No, uh, someone in our group lost a tier one ride at yeah. uh hollywood studios yeah. and uh they weren't able to use it for um toy story any of the tier one rides yeah, yeah. i'm like wait a minute i like if i was i i, I was I've, I've saved for two years to get my family down here i want to do midway mania or i wanted to ride slinky dog it goes down you're giving me a fast pass that's good for anything other than a, one of those yeah that, that just the doesn't make any sense show. to me <laughs> that's what i'm saying well even with that so then right? i went to guest services i can't remember i talked to one of you guys me? on my walk over me. I went, yeah. yeah yeah i went to guest services and i was like um hey look you know we're leaving like we're we're not gonna be an epcot can i switch this over and at the time we had already canceled all our other fast passes and mm-hmm. which one the crowds were pretty heavy man this weekend um but we uh, I went and I said, hey, you know, do me a solid. Like, I need some pixie dust. Can you switch this Fast Pass over to Hollywood Studios? And so originally he said, yeah, we can do that, but it's only going to be valid for Tier 2, which I'm like, oh, no, because now I've got Star Tours is the only choice for an attraction with Tier 2. Yep. But I'd rather do that than have a wasted Fast Pass. So I said, right. well, that's fine, whatever. So we uh, we go about our day. We leave there. Um, Riley went and saw Anna and Elsa and because they were in their new, their new outfits and I took care of the fast pass while they were doing that. And, uh, we walked over and we did the brand new Skyliner gondolas, uh, boarded right there, uh, in Epcot. So we're outside of Epcot. What'd you think? Amazing. Incredible. Like game Game changer. changer. Yeah. Yeah. Because here's the deal. We boarded. It was zero weight to board. Maybe a minute, you know, you walk on. You sit down. We took it from there to Caribbean Beach, which mm-hmm. maybe took three minutes okay. to get there. And the views are beautiful. I mean, by now it's like f- five o'clock because, you know, we'd had, we'd had dinner and everything. And the sun's starting to go down. And mm-hmm. just absolutely beautiful. You're flying over all this stuff. Get a great look at Ratatouille and, and all the stuff going on back there. Um, you get to Caribbean Beach, and I thought, oh, no, we've got to change, which – you never know. You know what I mean? That might be a hassle. You know, we didn't know the, the concept of it. You get off one. There are huge signs that say, if you're going to these resorts, go to this one. If you're going to uh, Hollywood Studios, go here. Walk straight over. They actually had 
um, PhotoPass photographers with the gondola, the wooden gondola mm-hmm. cutouts that you could take your pictures at okay. inside. So we stopped, did a quick did, picture. Yeah, go ahead. Did they run those? Did they run those during that torrential downpour? They did not. They stopped them. They did. They did. Okay. But I watched them unload everybody before they stopped them. Okay. That was my first thought. Right. I thought, oh no. <laughs> That's my depends question of the show. So, yeah, not okay. only do you have to go, you you also have rain outside and all that going on. Yeah. Um, but man, and then you get on the one to Hollywood Studios, and it's two minutes, and you're at the front of Hollywood Studios, and it drops off in front of the buses. You're closer than the buses mm. are. Okay. So a five to six minute ride, and I I'm from Epcot to Hollywood Studios, with a fantastic yeah. view. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Those all things right, though, good. when they come in, buddy. They come in fast. Like you're like, yeah. okay, slow down, slow down. Oh, so they're just geared that way. Then they just gear down or gear up or. or Did whatever. you see any uh, possibility like, for someone who was using a scooter to get on those, or was that pretty much? Uh... Yep. Nope. So the way they do it, it's really genius. So they the way they pull in the station, it almost looks like a U, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Picture picture a big U, and then inside that big U, there's a little U. Okay. So inside the little U is where all the gondolas turn, okay? And then the big U, they they come out and they can actually stop it. Because the little U, they never stop. They keep moving. You know, they keep going, Got going, it. going. Mm-hmm. They slow down, but they keep going. But the big U, they actually bring the gondola back and they stop it. And it's wide enough to where you could drive a scooter right on it. And I'm sure they actually have some... I didn't see them because we were just on and off. I'm sure they have some gondolas that are probably... You can pull the seat up. You know, kind of like right. Well, I'm assuming that some people can't transfer. Oh, okay, if you sure. have somebody who's handicapped, that's in a wheelchair that can't right. get out of their wheelchair. Obviously, I'm just kind of nope. thinking, making sure that. I'm, not that I wouldn't doubt that Disney wouldn't cover their bases with that, but I'm just curious on how that would work if you saw that in action. Yeah, they so they actually stop the the gondolas on the backside, and they're they're just sitting there. So that way, you're able to roll in, roll, it gets settled, everybody's safe, and then mm-hmm. they'll kind of put you back into your into into the you know. Rotation, right? The line right, or whatever, right. right? The rotation. Okay. So yeah, no, it it's it's genius the way it works. I mean, they had to work out those few kinks. Um, we did stop the first time we got on it. We we were coming from Epcot. We did stop for about I would say maybe thirty seconds, which you would have thought Katie's life was ending <laughs> at the moment. Like she was like freaking out, you know. And Riley, uh-huh. being Riley's, like, what if we're up here all night, mom? <laughs> like, what do we, you know? <laughs> And and so, uh, but then we started back, and I'm guessing that they were doing that. They were putting one of those other gondolas they had stopped back into rotation. Got yeah. it. So, as efficient as these things are, do you foresee them putting them, maybe building more? Do you think they would reach out to, yes, let's say uh, um, the Poly or to? Think about um, from the I know TTC. that's on. Uh, think about from the TTC okay. to Epcot okay. and to um, the. What the, about Magic Kingdom? You think? I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. To MK, so you wouldn't even need it at the Poly because from TTC you could walk to right. the Poly, right? R- right, You're right, right there, right. But if you think about if you did one going around almost the, the monorail loop, one to the Grand Flow, which I don't know mm-hmm. if they get enough traffic to Grand Flow, you know, to to, to warrant the cost. It would depend. Um, but one over Contemporary, and then it all comes from the TTC right there. And then, mm-hmm. and then you have the one coming in at Magic Kingdom. I mean, it, you have to think it's a continual process of it's moving all the time. There's no stationary; mm-hmm. uh, it's it's sitting still at all. So people are constantly moving. It's it's a ten times better than the monorail. Yeah, yeah. Ten times. Like I it. talked to you, Jay, and I was like, "Dude, 
the it is a hundred. It's so much better than monorail because it's constantly moving, and you have your own cabin. You're not mm-hmm. jammed in there when you're leaving at the end of the night, like right. sardines. Well, like I said, if if the gondolas were in place at Pop Century when I first went, I wouldn't be a DVC owner. Yeah. I mean, it would have, you know, there was a lot of aspects to um, wanting to be DVC, and transportation was a big one. Well. I wanted the monorail. It's a no-brainer for me. It would be worth staying at Caribbean Beach just for the convenience of, hey, I can hop to Epcot, or I can hop to Hollywood Studios in Mm -hmm. one stop, and I'm there. That's what I was going to bring up. I was going to say, you'd be doing the travel agency. You could obviously recommend Caribbean Beach as as an upsell now. Riley soccer coach just got a hold of me uh, a couple days ago. I want to do a last second trip um, in January. And I told him, I was like, Caribbean beach done. He wanted looking for a moderate Caribbean beach pirate room. You got the, you got the, the Skyliner now. It is a no brainer because with a family, you can hop on, hop off and you're done. You don't have to worry about it. Um, it was really great. Um, that, but we got to Hollywood studios. Dude, it was, I will say this. We did not even walk into galaxy's edge. Okay. Didn't even walk in. Because Are you saving that for me, buddy? I am saving that for you. I think I texted That's you awesome. that too. I think Thank I texted you. you that. Thank you. Um, maybe with a little more. Um, but we we didn't even walk over there. We went and we rode. We waited actually for uh, Midway Mania. It's only like thirty minute wait. That wasn't bad. First time I've ever waited in that queue. I'd never waited in that it's queue not, before. It's a oh, great yeah. queue. And it's a new. It's a new queue. Yeah, it's new. It's uh, then I think it's within three years old. It's a newer queue. Mr. Potato Head. I'd never seen. Oh yeah. Yeah. The curtains go. The curtains cool. open back and forth, right? It was like a little stage show. Uh, he was open the whole time we okay. were there, but um, it might. I don't know. But we also we because the wait wasn't that long. We were pretty much at him at the end of the line, it. so like it wasn't. We weren't back away. So, um, but we did that, and then we went over Tower Terror because we had a fast pass already for that. Um, because we had canceled all the Epcot ones and grabbed a Tower Terror. Went over Tower Terror. Rode it the first time, and then Riley, of course, goes, I want to ride again. <laughs> and I was like, well, we have a free one. What is wrong with her? <laughs> I was like, well, we have a free one. It says we can't do Tower Terror, but let's give it a shot. You know what I mean? What's the worst that happens? It lights blue, mm-hmm. and they say sorry. Uh, went up to it, man. It works. Boom. Got that green. Oh, it did work. And off nice. we went again. Okay. So we were able to do uh, to do it twice. But when we, I, I, I thought of Jason immediately because on the second time, when we came down, you know how it plays the little movie as you're mm-hmm. coming down? Like, do, do, mm-hmm. do, 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 do. Well, the movie didn't play, and it just sat there. Like, you were just sitting there. Oh, so the whole anticipation would have drove me that was, insane. You had no idea if you are going up or, you're like, what was happening. You were just sitting there. Oh. And so, yeah. <laughs> we sat there for about oh. a minute and a half. And then we that long, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then finally, you know, but it was like, oh, oh that would have been my personal <laughs> he double hockey sticks, man. I would have been like, what's going on yeah, here? It was, it was weird. It was really, and everybody in there was like, this is really strange. So, but um, but we did that, and then we went, and we saw, of course, we saw the projections they do on Tower of Terror, which is always awesome. Okay, and uh, I saw that for the first time, Justin. They're great. Posted on our group. They're great, and I'm like. 
that with the little the villa. I mean, I was just like, wow, yeah. they really did a great job for the first. I can't believe I'm saying that for the first time, but I don't. I'm not one that likes to watch videos yeah. of what's going on in the parks. I, I'm I'm never been like that. I never will. I like to experience it firsthand or not at all. But I did catch a glimpse of that. It was either you or Michael Taylor posted that in. I think our it was road. Michael Taylor yep. posted that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Rach, have you seen this? And she's like, Yeah, it looks better in person. I'm like, Oh, that's right. You did see it, and I didn't see it. So yeah, that looks amazing, man. Tell me about it. What all happens with it's that cool. projection? They have a few different shows. Um, I really like the the Olaf one. What they do is they have two video screens down Hollywood Boulevard, and they play like a quick short, you know, like a little like three minute show or two minute show, uh-huh. and then based on the movie they just showed you, that's what it lights up Tower Terror as, and it's the three D projection, uh, the mapping that you see like on Cinderella mm-hmm. Castle, like that. And then yep. to, uh, end our night, we got some snacks. Got a Mickey pretzel. Dude, that Mickey pretzel's growing on me. It really is. With the is cheese. The cream okay. cheese one? All right. No, oh. just the regular. Just the regular. Yeah. Yeah, but it was it's good, man. I like it. So we got that, and I got a beer, and uh, so we got some popcorn, and we sit down and we watch Jingle Bell, Jingle Band. That's a great show. I've never seen that movie still. I've got to watch that movie. Dude. Are you kidding I've me? I've never seen it. Good? I've never seen Mike? it. Mike? I wonder Are if it's on Disney Prep and Plus. Landing? Are we talking prep and landing? Prep and landing, yeah. Are you kidding me, you two? No. Wow. Wow. Maybe. I'm just like, wow. I just want to just hit hang up and just go. Actually, we watched it tonight. As I was right before I got home, that's what we ate to. We had a little picnic and, and uh, prep and landing was on uh, tonight. Yeah, so, uh, guys, that. you got to watch it. Watch it, please. You will like it. I promise you. You will love it. All right. It's that good. All right, I'm going to watch it's it. It's that good. I'll watch it tomorrow. Riley's tomorrow night. Riley be Rye home. will love it. that. Cool. She will love it. I promise you. She will love it. Not just like it. She'll love it. Yeah, we'll watch that tomorrow. But yeah, we watched that, and then we left. So we get out to where we, we were originally going to jump on a uh, gondola and take it over to Caribbean Beach, and then take the bus to Springs. And I'm tired. We've been going all day. And I said, you know what? It's not worth it. I grabbed a minivan. Got a minivan. Yeah. Picked us up right in the front of the park. And took us right back to Springs, where we went. We finished our stitched holiday gift hunt, and then we um, then we grabbed our car and we went to the resort. So, man, we went from sun up to late into the evening on okay. day two. Wow! Now you got to count with me here. Hold on, we have now driven to the to the parks, right? Yeah. We have taken a, a Disney bus. We have taken a gondola, and we have taken a minivan so far. So those we've done four. So, okay. and we're not done. Okay. All right. So you got one more day in the, we got one more day. One and a half. Yeah. You want to finish okay, with the last, half the half day before we talk about the party? Um, Yeah. Yeah. I want to finish with the party. So uh, did you hit, uh, did you go back to Epcot the next day or what'd you do? So no, well, the party would have been on Sunday. On okay. Monday, we were driving home. We went to Animal Kingdom. Um, I was exhausted from the party the night before, um, mm-hmm. but we rode Everest we had lunch at Tusker House, which is it's great food. Yeah. I love that food. Um, lunch at Tusker House. Katie got me good. So Katie made an arrangement with Riley to ride Cali River <laughs> Rapids because yep. I was wearing jeans. And I there is uh-huh. no worse feeling in the world than wet denim. Yep. It's the Agreed. worst. And then she decides, oh, you know, we just had lunch. I don't feel like riding any rides. And Riley's going, but I wanted to ride. And so Super Dad here. Had to go. All right, let's go. So we get on, and I'm watching people leave, right? I'm watching, like, you're judging 
how wet mm-hmm. people are getting. I've ridden it a hundred yeah. times, but the water level changes. It's not all the, you're mm-hmm. not guaranteed every time to be that soaked. I'm watching people. I'm like, oh, they're not that wet. Oh, they're oh okay. Hey, you know what? This this doesn't look too bad. We go down the first hill. Somebody might as well have taken a bathtub and dumped it in my <laughs> lap. I mean, you got hit. Just my jeans too. My shirt was dry. My jeans were soaked. So soaked, in fact, that when I got off the ride, I told Katie, I said, I am miserable wet. She goes, you don't look wet at all. And I turned around, and she could see that my jeans were two different colors. My butt was dry, and then my front wow. of my jeans were yeah. darker where they were so wet, you know? Yeah. And um, But then we rode Everest. Uh, Riley and I rode Everest, and uh, and then we headed out, man. That was uh, that was the the end of our trip. So just so uh, Katie doesn't do roller coasters? She does. She she wasn't feeling great that day. I think she was just tired okay. from the night before, stuff like that. So yep. she was just kind of taking it easy. Um, the one thing we did, uh, I was standing over because one thing we like to do a lot is we like to do the uh, Wilderness Explorer mm-hmm. with Rye. She loves going mm-hmm. around doing that. Um, I'm standing in Dino Land, and I uh, hear this voice, and I turn around. It's Evan Landry, and oh, that's yeah, cool. just ran into him, and like, dude, they're so nice, and and uh, congratulations to you, Evan, um, on graduation. And yeah, what did he get his master's degree? Is that what did he, he do? His bachelor's? He did he... something. He did more than I've ever done. Look, he, you yeah. passed middle school, <laughs> you've beaten me. Yeah. Um, but the uh, ran to him. We were able to talk for a few minutes, and and they, you know they had their plans, and we were about to head out. Mm-hmm. But um, but really, really, just a great guy. I hope to hope to be able to spend more time with him in the future. But cool. Yeah, man, Very that nice. was our that was our day at Animal Kingdom. Awesome, awesome. You know, you had some strong statements this week when you came back, and you were telling me that Christmas is a game changer, and you're and you're liking it better than Halloween, which I find really hard to believe because when I think of Justin, I think of California Grill, I think of Cruise Line, and I think of Boo to You. So for you to come back and tell me that you would much rather do Christmas now is certainly going to be a game changer. So. I got to hear why you're going to say that you're now siding with Christmas over Halloween. Okay. Yeah, it's that is a bold bold statement because I love Halloween. I love dressing up. It's an annual thing for us. If you come to our house, which uh both of you all have been here, our house it looks like Disney threw up on it. But on our mantle and on a lot of our shelves there are the yearly picture frames where you buy the picture frame it has the year on it. In almost every one of those the picture we choose to put in is us deck, is us uh, uh, dressing up for the Halloween party. This year and last year, we did the Christmas party, and I think it took two years for me to change my opinion. But Christmas is better than Halloween at Disney. Now, not to say Halloween's not great; it's amazing. Everyone should do it. The reason Christmas is better, it's not only the party; it's not only Mickey's very merry; it's the fact that it's so in your face everywhere you go. With Halloween. Mm-hmm. You only get Mickey's not so scary, right? With Christmas, it's the resorts. It's the uh it's Hollywood Studios with Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, it in Lighting Up Tower of Terror. It's Animal Kingdom with the trees and the characters and everything going on there. It's Epcot with, you know, uh um Festival of Holidays and seeing all the different Santas and the Candlelight Processional, which I didn't even touch on. We got to see Gary Sinise there, Candlelight Processional. Um, you know, it's all those things. And then you get to Magic Kingdom and you have Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which was incredible. So much fun. How about that castle? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's just per- it's perfect. It's beautiful. I mean, there's nothing, there's no other way to describe it. 
is look, we've got we've got a thousand castle pictures. You know, like we got a lot. Mm-hmm. That is a special one because it is just beautiful. Two hundred thousand plus LED lights, man. It's just it's like a diamond in the sky. Those LEDs make a amazing. difference too. They make a huge 100%, difference. Yeah, and not just time. that Main Street and and just the park all in all. And you know what? The characters seeing all the characters in their Christmas outfits. Goofy, mm-hmm. we met you know Santa Goofy. And seeing Mickey and Minnie and and uh, you know who we had great interaction with this time were the bears from Country Bear Jamboree. <laughs> oh, okay. so Fun. before the parade, uh, they were coming up because we went to Frontierland to watch the parade. We watched it um, with Michael Taylor and his wife, and they were coming around. And the one would stop by me because you know you're singing and dancing and stuff like that. And I was just talking, and he would stop and he'd stare at me real quick, and then I would start clapping like really hard. <laughs> You know, and then he would walk off, and I wouldn't pay attention. And then he'd come back, and he'd stare at me again, and I'd start clapping again. You know, this went on for like twenty <laughs> minutes, man. He just kept sure, coming back sure. you know, over and over. Then yeah. there was the the other one. The, I don't know the name of this one, but he's like the one's got the real the lips out really far and kind of the overbite mm. and all that. Sure. He kept taking Riley's phone, and he would take Riley's hand and like make it like do stuff on the phone. So he kept taking selfies with the phone, but he kept putting it closer and closer to his <laughs> face. So eventually it was like in his mouth. And though, so then he takes, he probably takes 30 or 40 selfies with this phone with Riley and him That's and great. some of that. But then he goes in, he comes back again, and he gets Riley's phone. And he's using her finger to do the phone. And all of a sudden he does all this stuff, and I can't see what he's doing. And then he holds the phone up to me, and he changed her screensaver to his picture. <laughs> great. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's, it's, she still got it on there. Like, to, like I, awesome. I saw it this morning. Like, I mean, just yeah. that interaction that you got was just fantastic. So, um, yeah, we got to the party. We got over to, well, I'll tell you what. We went to Epcot first thing that morning. We drove to TTC. We rode a monorail, which we hadn't ridden yet, over to Epcot. Uh, and we had to go ride Living with the Land so I could see the overlay. Um, we also, we did that and then we finished up the few Chippendales we hadn't found yet. So we did that and it was really great. We left there, we jumped on the monorail back to the TTC, rode the monorail for the resorts around to the Grand Floridian, got off there. And then we went in and saw the beautiful Christmas tree and you have to see the gingerbread house. The smell of the Grand Floridian at Christmas is just, it's incredible. You smell that gingerbread and it's just great. And the one thing for people going that's a great picture, that tree there. They always have a photopath photographer, and there's rarely a line in the lobby. And it's just a beautiful tree. So we did that, and I look up, and I see a line trying to get back on the monorail stretched mm-hmm. all the way back into the Grand Floridian. I guess from people who have been over there and now trying to go to MK. And I told Katie, I was like, this, we're not waiting for that. Let's go grab a boat. So we walked out. We grabbed a boat over to the Grand Floridian, I mean over to uh, Magic Kingdom, and we got there right at 2 o'clock, and the good thing is about DVC members, if you're doing a party, they have a special entrance for DVC members, you can get your wristband starting at 2 o'clock, so you don't have to come back in, okay. you don't have to come back in, you see? Not only that, um, you know, or you don't have to come back to the front of the park to get your, your wristband. You're already done. Yeah. So we did that. Yep. We took a few pictures and then we went to uh we went and rode Splash Mountain, which I got soaked on again. It was kind of the theme of this okay. whole thing. Yeah. Riley and I rode Space Mountain. Um and then we went and we ate. We had dinner uh at about four o'clock, which is normal for us. 
you're in Magic Kingdom. I mean, there's really not a whole lot of great dining experiences in Magic Kingdom. There's some, but um, nothing that's screaming uh, like festivities or anything. So where did you eat? And uh, was, was it decorated or, you know, give me some, you know, talk to me about how that went. So we had an ADR originally for Skipper Canteen. And okay. I remember I ate there when it first opened and I kind of liked it because they had pho. And I looked at the uh-huh. menu that morning and they had taken it off. So I call because there was a Liberty Tree available. I call okay. and I go to switch it and the guy goes, that'll be $10 per person to switch it. And I go, no, 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 no. I was like, if I cancel, and, and he was like, no, we got to charge it. And I said, look, I said, we're annual pass holders. We're here all the time. They've never done this to me. As long as I'm staying in the same park, you know, the money's mm-hmm. going there, then they've always switched it. He's like, okay, I'll do it this right. one time. And I was like, well, I just got somebody that wasn't, he wasn't very cheerful. <laughs> um, but he, wow. uh, but he did do it. We got, so we switched to Liberty Tree. That that's a go to man. That that is good good food. Do you guys eat at Liberty Tree often when you go? I love Liberty Tree location, the smell, I, everything about Liberty Tree. I love. I've been there. The last time that I was there, we actually got to eat with Aaron White. We were able to. Uh, oh, yeah, it was cool. my first time there, okay. and Laura and I loved it, and we'll definitely go back there again. So, yeah, the food's great. I mean, turkey and pork and roast beef and green beans and mashed potatoes and mac and cheese and the desserts. It's a very intimate it's, little, it's I mean, it, it really is a great restaurant for the family and the location you're right there on the corner at magic kingdom. I mean, you could throw a rock and hit the haunted yeah, mansion. Right I mean, it's, it's incredible. It really is. Well, and I like too, that they gave you, I don't know if they've just like, depending on what room you're sitting, they tell you the room you're sitting and give you a little background mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like we were in the Paul Revere room and there was like all the brass lanterns were because we were in the Paul Revere room. And, sure. you know, it's just a just a cool, cool spot. Um, so we ate and then we got busy. We we went straight to the front of the park. We went, they had already opened up the, you know, for the parties, a lot of times they open up that back alleyway. Mm-hmm. You go yep. in through there. Yep. So we went, yep. we did our pictures. Tomorrowland, to, right? Like going into tomorrow. Like, yeah, coming around yep. like you're going towards that way. Um, we did sure. our pictures and we grabbed our first set of cookies and just went all out. I mean, all out. And uh, we started hopping around, man, uh, grabbing cookies, grabbing cocoa, grabbing all this great stuff. And the one thing we really, really loved um, about this this party in particular was the fact that even though it was sold out, the party was sold out that night, it didn't mm-hmm. feel that busy. Okay. You know, and I don't know if it's, if they're selling less tickets, but it didn't it didn't feel that busy. And so we we were able to get on attractions of like 5 minutes for pirates, 5 minutes for S- splash. We five walk on and then right after we came through there was no one staying there. Like if we wanted to ride again, we could have. But we didn't. I oh, love awesome. those nights, man. Those are magical nights. It was awesome. Those are magical. Yep. You know the one thing that did have a long wait the entire time though was haunted. Haunted Peter had Pan. 40 minutes plus the entire night. Really? Yeah. Wow, I wonder okay. if it had gone down any time during the day where, or that night where, deemed for it to, Maybe. you know. I don't know. Even Jingle Cruise was not that. Like we, we pretty much walked on Jingle Cruise because we, we sat and we watched, um, we watched the parade, uh, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time parade, and we always watched the late parade. Mm-hmm. We just don't, you know, the early parade. You have more people, more more younger kids, you know, because they leave after the fireworks. A lot of people, um. But right after that, it was like eleven fifteen. Party goes till midnight. We went over. We had all of five minute wait for for the uh, the um, Jingle Cruise, and we rode that with Michael Taylor. 
and just that's an awesome awesome overlay the one thing we did too was we did Minnie's dessert party at the terrace up there I recommend that for everybody if you're doing a party I think that's going to be a must do for us from now on for every party we do Hmm. here's so what was what was the benefit well here's why one the price like here's the way I look at vacation see if you guys think same thing I'm already paying the money right I'm paying a a Uh large chunk of money to go and do these things the price for the dessert party was, I want to say, like $60 a person, something like that. Mm-hmm. For me, having a designated spot where not only I get desserts, drinks, but also they had like food items. They had like cheeseburger rolls. They had like croissants with spinach, hot spinach dip and, and cheese and stuff like that. Um, fruit. Um, I get a designated spot to go sit down and relax for an hour, right? But then they walk me down to the hub and I get in a designated spot that's saved for me to watch um, the fireworks. You know, Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks Show. That, for me, is worth every penny because I'm maximizing the time I have in the party. I'm not having to stand and wait for 45 minutes to get a good spot to watch fireworks. Right, right. You know, yeah, so what? Right. what's your time yeah, We've worth? said that before when it comes to character meals. You know, you, you're getting, you know, it's, yeah. it's pretty much a fast pass is what you're getting because you're not waiting for... You know, a character. So you're killing two birds with one stone. I think that's a fantastic way to do it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we watched that. And then um, we saw the parade. And <laughs> and then at at 11.55 p.m., the party closes at midnight. We go to the front of Cinderella Castle to watch Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration. It's the stage show, right? It's the last showing of the night. Really, really good. There were a couple songs that were really weird. I think they were trying to. I, I, I was feeling my age with the with the songs, because one mm-hmm. one song is about, uh, texting. <laughs> okay, it's really strange, right. man. It was about like, um, you know, and of course it wasn't for my generation, but it was like I'll keep in touch with you. You know what I mean? And like they're on right. the castle. They had like emojis like all over the castle. And so it had them like singing these songs and they're like texting. Everyone has cell phones out and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is really weird, you know? But anyway, so there was that song. And, uh, but then it it got great. It's, it, it, we watched that whole thing. We turned around, Riley's asleep in the stroller. She's out. Okay. And so Katie and I went, you know what? Let's just stick around. Yeah. Stayed on Main Street, let everyone clear out. We took some pictures. I about lost my mind because they started closing the doors and I had not got my merch yet. Oh. And I oh. was freaking out. Which the big top's closed right now. Like back, Oh, is it? Yeah. You know, normally the Oh really? Yeah, normally is they have Tron? a shop is back it, there. Why why is that? I don't know. I don't know. Normally they'll have character meet and greets and they'll have the shop back there open with all the, the mm-hmm. AP merch and all that during parties. It's closed. So we they only had it at the Emporium at the front. So I start watching them close doors, and I thought, oh, my gosh, and we're in line to take this picture. And I'm looking at Katie. I'm like, if they close all these doors and I do not get my pin, because I always get the pass holder pin for mm-hmm. every party I go to, yeah. I'm going to mm-hmm. freak out. But luckily, they kept the Emporium open. Um, <laughs> so for those of you who aren't a member of the Disney Dads Podcast Facebook family Facebook page, my wife lives for Disney pictures, lives for them. And she themes our pictures. So for Christmas, I'm wearing a Santa jacket and I'm wearing nice dress shoes, which I have now worn since eight in the morning and walked, you know, however many miles throughout the day. And we get on the, um, 
the monorail to go back to the TTC and the monorail stops halfway. We're packed in like sardines. It stops and we're stuck in the air. At one o'clock at in the 1:15 morning. <laughs> in the morning. And I yeah. am literally thinking, if I have to sleep here, people are going to get real cozy because I'm going to lay on laps <laughs> if I have to. Like, it's going to happen. <laughs> These shoes are coming off, you know, and I'm going to get real comfy in the middle of this monorail because I'm so tired. Sure. After about 10 minutes, it finally goes again. Then we get to Contemporary. It stops again with doors open. And they're working on the elevator. You know, they have the elevator coming up. Mm-hmm. And I guess that elevator has – somehow it has to do with the monorail. Because they said, we have to get the, mo- the elevator fixed before we can go. And I'm like, what? Okay, whatever. So finally we get going. We get TTC. And it's now 1.35, 1.30. And Katie and I go, let's just walk to our car. Because in the morning, we didn't think we parked that far away. <laughs> right. After an entire right. day. That's a long walk. And so we get around the corner, and there's our lone little car, our lone SUV, the only car left in the parking lot at the TTC. And I snap a picture of it. And uh, and that was it, man. I went back to the room. I grabbed my microphone, and I did some audio for our patron family uh, talking about the trip. And, and man, whew, that was a day. I got there, and I had to show Katie my feet because I think a blood, a blood vessel burst in my foot. And it was like mm-hmm. swollen. I needed one. You know, it was just, it was crazy. Like it, it was, it was so, but that was our trip, man. It was an amazing trip. I droned on and on about it because I had such a good time. Uh, really, awesome, really, really. You really sent fun. me that picture of your car in the parking lot and it was reminding yeah, me yeah. Uh, from the National Lampoon's vacation. You know, when they parked all the way in the, <laughs> the parking lot. First one's here. The front. First one's here. Yep. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought That's of nice. when I saw you that picture of your car in the parking lot. It's creepy too out there in the middle of the night because there's no one really going. Like there's no yeah. one around. You know, like the street sweepers are there, and that's it. Yeah. So I would love it if you were walking out there, and then this this one person was in a clown costume with the fake knife, just standing under the, the street light, just looking at it doesn't you. Doesn't matter. You know why it doesn't matter? Just I'm faster than my wife <laughs> and my child, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Even in dress shoes after a whole day. <laughs> oh, okay all right i would just love to see your reaction that would have been priceless for me <laughs> you know justin i was just mentioning what a great picture you sent me of your car in the parking lot and uh, i tell you you started a trend this week with you know with with memory pictures and whatnot and with everybody's holidays coming up our facebook page has been amazing with pictures i can't I, this is going to be a really hard week and you know what week i'm talking about my favorite thing every week and that would be pics of the week Picks of the week. Picks of the week. It's time for us to get our picks of the week. So, Justin, listen, we missed you last week, so I think this week would be fitting if you went first for the picks of the week. For my pick of the week, I'm going to go with Charles Mary. Charles is actually out in Disneyland, rocking it out there. Uh, it's my favorite park. Look, it's no secret that I love Disneyland, and I think it's his first trip out there, and he. He's got a picture on the Incredicoaster, and buddy, that smile and that smirk on his face says it all. The fact that he's having a great time and loving it out there, buddy. It's uh, I can't wait. Hey, look, we got the Disney Dads Podcast uh, family Disneyland vacation coming up July 15th through the 19th of next year. So uh, if you have not gotten a hold of Jamie or I to, to join Jason, Mike, and myself out in Disneyland, make sure to do that right away. It's a show at awaywithmetravel.com. Um, but Charles, man, you're rocking it, dude. I love it. Absolutely love it. Have a, have a blast in Disneyland. 
how about his pre his pre uh, trip? How, how excited he, he was just it. like busting at the seams. This is like forget about Christmas. I'm going to Disneyland in seven days. It's great. It's that perfect had, like uh, I'm going to Disneyland. You know, like get, yeah, get actually yeah, screaming right. like he won the Super Bowl. So I love yeah, it, man. That's great. Very cool. Yeah, he did a good job. Uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to roll with Michael Taylor. I know you got to spend some time with him. I might I personally have uh, I broke bread with him. I didn't get a chance to meet his wife, but my pick is going to be. Um, this is probably a picture I'm going to save because I'm probably going to do endless memes with this. And it's the picture with him and Vader, oh, yeah, uh, Darth yeah, Vader. Yeah. It's the picture with, um, his wife kind of standoffish looking at Darth Vader. And Michael Taylor's got this perplexed, perplexed look. <laughs> He's looking behind him. It's just gold. I cannot wait to play with that one. Do you know which picture I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Oh my lord! So yeah, I'm gonna. It so it's like, what are you looking at back there? <laughs> it's almost like Vader passed gas. <laughs> so she's like standing off, and he's like, "Did that come out of you?" <laughs> that really is the dark and Darth side Vader's back like, there. "Yes, yes, it did." <laughs> Look at that picture; it's great. That's, that's really how he controls people. He's not even. He doesn't even have force. <laughs> yes. That's his force right there. Breathe, my friend. Breathe. He's not really choking. And she's holding her breath. He's not really choking the guy in the movie. He's he's holding open his nose. He's holding his windpipe open. Yeah. And his wife. If you look at the picture, his wife. She's sitting there. She's like. She's holding her breath. She's like, Nope, I'm not doing it. I'm not breathing. And Michael Taylor's like, Wow, I'm impressed. He's about to get my high five. Like, whoa, dude. Oh, Michael Taylor, he's gonna he's gonna hear this and he's gonna be like, What? What picture? You know which picture I'm talking about, oh, Michael. Go look at oh, it. Good. Man, he was so much fun to talk to. We we hung out a couple that's different cool, times. Man. So, that's awesome. Very, very cool. Mike, what about you, buddy? I am going with a pick that I actually picked earlier in the week. And I kinda had an earmark because I knew I wanted to pick it for this week's show. And that was Joe Loveaway. And it was him on the Haunted Mansion ride. And besides making an awesome pose and that new photo shot that uh that we've all seen now, he's got a Jack Skellington shirt on. So uh and it's the Jack Sandy Gloss. So I love that picture. It looks great, and that's my pick of the week. Very cool. Yeah, very yeah. fun, man. Rock. Yeah, very, very. Anytime, fun. anytime you put on anything Haunted Mansion or uh, or Jack Skellington, you got Mike's vote. Hey, I'm gonna give a, a huge shout out to um, uh, Jim Rotnowski. I was able to talk to Jim for about. I had to drive today for most of the morning. He kept me company for about a half hour of it because he uh, he booked a trip for October for his family. And I got to tell you, um, look, he's what a great guy. We chatted Disney. We chatted. Our our personal like history with Disney and and I can't wait to get to know his family because he's uh he you know came to um, us away with me travel and and is letting us be a small part of that Disney vacation and the cool part is too man he told me he was like dude I, I want to book through you but I like to do all my own stuff you know like he he was like mm-hmm. and, he, and I told him I was like you have as much control as you want if you want to do your fast passes and everything then then you got it it's just with you doing it through me it's helping a small business instead of a large corporation so we really appreciate Jim and his family and all those people uh he's man they're gonna have a great trip they're gonna have an amazing well, there's trip. no different in cost no different in cost same cost yep doesn't cost anything to me, like look I mean it's yeah it's a it's a no-brainer 100 yeah. percent uh hey look I I gotta thank you guys for letting me go through my trip the Disney trips are really important because one, they fly by in the moment, but we always have those memories. 
and with the pictures and the stories and, you know, this show and, and all that. And that's one reason I love our Facebook group so much is because it gives some people a, a, a place, a, a positive place where they can share their stories. And those will be kept forever. You know, they're, they're there. They're not going anywhere. Those pictures are there. And uh, I want to thank you two. And I want to thank our Disney family for letting me kind of reminisce and, and think about this past weekend that I spent with my two girls, you know, with Katie and Riley. And how I love those two with everything. And uh, they make me laugh. They make me pull out the little bit of hair I have left um, sometimes. But they are, they're my world. And yeah, Jason's looking at me all goofy. Look, some of us can pull hair, hair out still, you know. Um, but uh, but but they're my world, and, and to spend time with them in the parks is something I always cherish. So, uh, thank you again for letting me kind of go down uh, memory road here, even though it wasn't a memory too long ago. Justin, buddy, I'm glad you're back. You know, this entire time you've been kind of chatting back and forth during your trip, right after your trip, and I know how excited you were and what a great time you had, and I really wanted to share that with everybody as well because uh, it, it shows. I, I know how much. You guys had a great time. I love having those kind of trips with my kids as well. And uh, most importantly, guys, Merry Christmas. Buddy, you couldn't have said it any better. And I want to say something that's near and dear to me on a couple points. Number one, I must, from the bottom of my heart, thank our men and women overseas and, and, and stateside that are defending our, our, our country. Uh, this is something that I hold dear to my heart, that when somebody's willing to sign a contract and sacrifice everything they have, up including their life, to defend what you and I have right now, this goes for everybody around the world. Because there, there's this, this umbrella incorporates a lot of you. Um, I've got to say thank you to you guys. Uh, your family sacrifices during the Christmas, the the boys, the girls that are out there waking up Christmas morning without their mom and dads there is uh, it's pretty powerful, you know, and it's a it's a powerful experience. You know, I've spent time overseas on Christmas, and you know, there's this uh, there's this certain you know what you just you just do it, okay. I got to give a huge, huge thank you and a lot of love to our men and women who are red and blue here within our within our borders. When I go to sleep Christmas Eve night and Santa Claus is making his rounds, I know that at any time at the drop of a hat that you guys are willing to make sure that my family is safe. And that is something that I also hold near and dear to my heart. So for those of you on duty tonight... Thank you. I also want to talk to those people around the world who have nobody, have nothing. Uh, maybe you've lost people. Maybe this is your first Christmas without that special someone that you've lost. Maybe there's that ache in your heart or that emptiness in your life. And that really hurts me the most because this is such an amazing time of year for me, uh, for family, for friends. So this is me um, this is Mike, this is Justin, this is Justin, myself, and I, however you want to say it. This is us three guys reaching out to you and giving you that incredibly large, huge Disney Dad's love, uh, Disney Dad's hug. Look, there's nothing, in, in my opinion, there's nothing worse than this sense of um, dread or this sense of... of um, ill in the heart during this time of year and, and it's really kind of painful so 
honestly, from the bottom of my heart again, uh, this is us reaching out to you and saying, you know, we love you guys, and we love you specifically, the one that I'm talking to. And maybe it's nobody. Maybe you're all just happy, and I and I love that. But just in case, just in case there's that one person somewhere on the world, on the world who comes to us because we're their three friends, us three chuckleheads who sit in your ear and chat and talk nonsense and um and we give you that small sense of uh, escapism um this is us giving you that small hug uh anywhere that you are and and i mean that personally with that that's going to do it for this free edition of the disney dads podcast stick around patreon members we've got some fun stuff we're going to talk about now that justin's back we can start rubbing a little bit more ribs and everybody have a merry christmas Good night. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Good night, guys. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream. A heart's desire, it calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.